said Jumanji. And I said, no, me Manji. Get out of my seat. <laughs> it's not even that's so stupid. I was like, what? What's this? That doesn't it's, even make sense. It's late though. <laughs> late night recording here. Welcome to Screen Fix. I am host. Oh, <clears throat> see, I don't even know how to start the show. It is late. I was at a holiday party before this. Mm-hmm. I, it was a white elephant. I got my gift stolen, the one I really wanted. Oh no. And then I bought it off Amazon in front of the person who stole it and made them feel awful. Oh no! Yes. What was it? It was a card game where you had to guess which quotes are not Donald Trump. Oh Oh. my god. That's tough. That's a tough game. I know. Wow. Uh, And the other quotes are from kindergartners. Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Screen Fix, the show where we will fix a recent film. I am host JC. With me, as always, is the co-host that carries the show. Lady Wan, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. And with us, returning guest, a Screen Fix all-star. This is James from Pop Cult Net. Say hi to everybody. Well, hello. And and right off the bat, just tell us a little bit about Pop Cult Net and uh, where they can find Pop Cult Net. Uh, you can find Pop Cult Net everywhere you get your podcast. It's just a podcast about everything pop culture, uh, news, reviews, interviews, everything you could think of that starts with ooze coos no coos <laughs> no coos <laughs> all right anyway uh, <laughs> off to a great start uh so this week we are going to be fixing a film that is the fourth in this series the second direct sequel i can't wait to learn more this one about video games the original about a board game but nobody plays board games anymore except for late 30-year-olds and 40-year-olds. I was just about to say, I love nights. board games, but <laughs> now, now I feel like, oh, not late 30s, early 30s. Okay, 30-year-olds <laughs> and 40-year-olds do this. It's fine. They're fun. it's an excuse for them to have cheap wine and to make finger foods. Yeah, all of this sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we are fixing a film that is a video game, originally a board game. It's a sequel. We are fixing Jumanji, the next level. Cue trailer. You still talking to your friends? It's complicated. Many a tear has to fall. When we first got together, but it's all. we were different people in the game. Grandpa Eddie? Anthony? This is uh, uh, Martha and, and Bethany. This is Spencer's grandfather. Nice to meet you. Morning. Sorry to barge in on you. You're not barging. He's barging. Milo Walker. Did you guys see Spencer? I think he went back in. We gotta go get him. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even picked our guys yet. Oh, I hate this part. All right. You hear something? Huh? Huh? What? Who are you? Oh my god. You're Spencer's grandfather. Are we in Florida? And you? My little walker. Did I die and turn into some kind of a small, muscular boy scout? Are we dead? Bethany? No, no, no! Rich? I'm the old fat dude. This can't be happening! My hip sure feels good now. Look at my thighs. Look at your thighs. Look at my thighs. Okay. We have some issues here. The game is busted. It was a game. I'm not it. 
So, Lady Wan, you gave me a very funny face when I said it was the fourth. Yeah. The first film in this franchise uh-huh. is Jumanji with Robin Williams, which came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. The next one was Zathura. Zathura what? was a... That counts? Yes, it was a Who film. Says? And it is in this... It takes place in the same universe as Jumanji. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't know is. that Space Jumanji counts as a sequel to Jumanji. Even Jack Black called it the fourth, and he included Zathura in... See, fourth installment right there on the Wikipedia page. Boom. Oh, nothing has ever been incorrect that's on Wikipedia. So anyway, <laughs> there was another... <laughs> There was another film, Zathura, A Space Adventure, which came out in 2005. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, came out in 2017. And Jumanji, The Next Level, came out in 2019. Apparently, there was even an animated series, which aired from 1996 to 1999. Did anybody watch that one? Absolutely not. Is that Disney? I think this might be the, like, one-tenth of IP that is not Disney. <laughs> I did say this This is the video game update. The original was a board game and yes. based on the book. Jumanji came out in 1981. And that Zathura sequel is a book from 2002. So came out way 2002. Later. A lot later. Author Chris Van Allsburg, uh needed a little bit more money. Yeah, he probably needed like a second house. Or a third. Probably a third. <laughs> Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was I think it was a surprise when it came out mm-hmm. wildly successful <laughs> on the backs of some wonderfully charismatic stars nice fun loose screenplay very very enjoyable mm-hmm. despite that main character's massive mole it was really really good <laughs> it was really, really it good. very distracting <laughs> by the way I realized that I have a large mole on my face where <laughs> what <laughs> yeah but you know since jumanji he he's been in uh hereditary yeah and i was looking at him like Ooh. were you like freaked out by him yes since that movie i was looking at him very differently same but i still was like moly 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 so jumanji the next level same writer and director uh jake kasdan along with jeff pinkner and scott rosenberg and everybody came back for it. Everybody and then some. We have Dwayne Johnson, of course, as... Dr. Uh, Bravestone. Dr. Bravestone. Dr. Smolder Bravestone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> James, you do a smolder for us. Was that a good one? <laughs> Lady one, that's not what your reaction's supposed to be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're supposed to get all wiggly, not all giggly. <laughs> I can't do it. There it is. Hey, I, I, I twitched. <laughs> All right, so Dwayne Johnson, leave that up to the uh, imagination. Uh, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, Nick Jonas, and then our much less charismatic real life characters, Alex Wolf, Morgan Turner, Sardarius Blaine, uh, Madison Eisenman. They all reprise their roles as our main characters. Riz Darby comes back as the question mark? as the game guide guy sure anyway the guy that's part of the game that keeps keeps the game going npc and uh, joining them on their adventure this time aquafina <laughs> as well as danny glover and danny devito okay 
couple old Dannys. Couple of old ass Dannys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what is your experience with Jumanji? Do you like Jumanji? How do you feel about the 1995? How do you feel about the board games, cartoons, anything? Jumanji. What does Jumanji mean to you, Lady One? I love the original Jumanji movie. <clears throat> I watched the shit out of it when I was a kid. I had the board game. I had the book. You had the board game and the book? Yeah, I never read the book. It was one of those that my parents were like, oh, there's a book that goes with this interest you have. And I just put it on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Interest you have. Yeah. (laughs) And you were like, they bought me books a lot. I moved out of reading after like age 11, though. Moved out? Of reading. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> Moved out of reading. Vacated, no, I, vacated I, reading. I loved the movie and I played the game and I was skeptical about the 2017 version. I was like, why? Why are we messing with this? Why are we doing this same concept but in a different way? And I went and saw it at Christmas two years ago, got real, real high in the movie theater and had a great time. <laughs> it was family fun. <laughs> You had that marijuana, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a good one. <laughs> That's terrible. It was okay. I wouldn't call it good. Better than oh, the joke for sure. Was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the bar is low. Ouch. The bar is right. so low. So, Jumanji. What did Jumanji mean to you, James? Inside. <laughs> uh, just like Lady One, I absolutely loved this movie as a kid. I watched yes. it. I can't even say several. A ton of times. Right. Uh, had it on VHS. I didn't have the board game or watch the cartoon or anything like that. But your parents didn't force that on you. No, no, they didn't force <laughs> it on me. Not that voodoo. <laughs> but uh, I liked it a lot. And uh, when they announced the first uh, Welcome to the Jungle installment, I wasn't really looking forward to it. Uh, but I felt like I was obligated to go see it to bring back some kind of a nostalgia. And it was really good. Uh, I really liked it. And uh, I was not looking forward to seeing this one, but uh, my opinion changed. So whenever we get into the review, I'll definitely share that. But I'm a huge fan of this franchise. Yes, I think they're doing great things with it. I was like, when I walked out of that movie, I said to myself, that's what we go to the movies for. It was just... Just fun. Light. Fun. Goofy. Yes. Silly. Yeah. Silly. Exciting. Goofy, fun. I, I actually laughed more than I thought I was going to in I this kicked yeah. my feet. Yeah. Uh, LOL'd. In real life. (laughs) And and I actually thought that the film got off to a bit of a slow start. How they got back into the game and the first couple scenes when they were in the world, I was like, oh no, this is not, this is not landing for me. It's dragging a little. And then all the, I don't know, something, the the ostriches showed up and that was Mm -hmm. it. Everything was just like, everything (laughs) became fun and funny and it became, you know, it was great after that. It was just, uh, the movie just needed a little kick in its, its booty. And then it was all off uh, and going. They were off and booty. running. That moment where the rock just punches an ostrich across the screen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're going now. Yeah. <laughs> Anything like he just will. punched a bird. I think I laughed in this one more than I laughed in Welcome to the Jungle. But I wouldn't yeah. say this is better than Welcome to the Jungle, but I did laugh a lot more. I'll be honest, this is probably one of my favorite Dwayne The, the Rock Johnson performances. My joints feel like butter. <laughs> <laughs> just to see him get out of being himself, just yes. to even do an impersonation of Danny DeVito, made my 2019 yes. for sure. Yes. yes. This and, is uh, literally the only way The Rock can play another character is through the Jumanji movies. Otherwise, there's no way that that physicality can be anything else but just like leading, macho, 
like runs the show. <laughs> this huge. is you the only option. Like that, yeah. that is 100% true. I cannot agree even more. And I was kind of out on Kevin Hart. Like I was kind of thinking that he wasn't funny as more. I used to be a really big Kevin Hart guy when he first came out, but kind of got too scripted for me. But this movie got me back into the Kevin Hart camp. Him doing a Danny Glover impersonation oh, stole yeah. the show for sure. Like it was so, so good. I haven't looked like this since never. You look like this never. I think my eyes are a different color. All of you is a different color. I also like Jack Black a lot in this film too. Um, him switching into and doing a, a fridge impersonation <laughs> was really good. And I saw people complaining about, about he, they feel like he could have done more with that character, but he felt like he was going to be offensive. I yeah. wasn't offensive at all. I think that he did a really, really good job. I thought he was funny. And uh, we got a brief yeah. look at his old character in the last film, too. Yes, I'm back. I missed you so much. Oh, my God, you guys. Hi. Bethany. You guys. We're back in Jumanji. So he did a really good job as well. Aquafina, uh, I'm an oh Aquafina fan as of this year. The Farewell stole her. I did not like her at all, but The Farewell and Crazy Witch Asians has me being an Aquafina fan, and she did her thing too. When she switched to being Danny DeVito, <laughs> and she was like, so The Rock was doing Danny DeVito at about like a, a seven. Uh-huh. Aquafina was doing Danny DeVito turned up to eleven. Like, yeah. just she was doing like Louis De Palma, like all. <laughs> All the way, like prime taxi Danny DeVito. Wait a minute. You mean you had a choice of running over some mutt and ramming into a Cordoba? A Chrysler Cordoba with Corinthian leather? And you chose, you made a conscious choice to hit the Cordoba? (laughs) Like her shoulders were hunched the whole time. Her physical acting was top notch. And another thing I love about this movie is that everybody looked like they were having a good time. Everybody looked like they were having fun. And you don't really get that in a ton of movies anymore. Everybody's so serious. You know, everything has to be perfect. But this was just a fun-filled movie. And I had a good time watching this with you guys. Jumanji. Let me. (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to say it. Jumanji. (laughs) So Jumanji for me, I remember I saw Jumanji, the one with Robin Williams when I was a kid. I had no game or anything like that. <laughs> That's true in a lot of ways. <laughs> I didn't have a girlfriend until I was a senior in high school. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> when you were a senior she in high was school, in a, was that when Jumanji came she out? She was in a coma and she couldn't really tell me I wasn't her boyfriend. So. Oh, what? No, <laughs> no just, that's really weird. That's really weird. I'm just kidding. I never did that. That's really strange. I actually asked her and all that stuff. So, But she still couldn't answer. <laughs> I did not have the game. I did not have uh, any of that kind of stuff. But I remember liking the movie. It wasn't one that I watched all the time. You know what I always really remember was, see, I grew up watching uh, David Alan Greer on In Living Color. And I remember when I was watching that movie, when I was a kid, like I liked him the most. Yeah. Because he's so goofy. And he's so upset at everything that is happening <laughs> yes. in the movie. Yes. And I remember when they take his car, when like the plant yeah, yes. pulls his car, and he's just like, no. Yeah. Do you have children, a boy and a girl? Oh my God, what happened? Get in. I'll explain it all on the way. And when he's, there's one part where he's like floating on a door. That's my favorite part alligators of the whole by. movie. Mm-hmm. The alligators ah! go by and he's like. <laughs> That's my favorite part, bro. Yeah. Uh, I loved him in that. But anyway, yeah, that, so that first Jumanji, yeah, it was, it was kind of dark. 
It's actually very dark, yes. It's fine. Yeah, he like comes back and his like parents are dead and Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the a whole world's dark. moved on without the whole him. Whole world's moved on without him. Yeah, it's a little 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 depressing. Speaking of depressing, <laughs> were the stats depressing? Why don't you give us, Lady Wan, the fresh hot stats? So it opened December fourth to sixty million dollars in the US mm. plus another hundred and fifty two million overseas. For a total of $212 million its first weekend. That's actually a much better opening than the previous one back in 2017 that only opened to $36 million but just kind of blew everyone away and went bananas and made like $400 million. So better opening weekend. We'll see how the long term goes for I this one. I think it has good word of mouth. It's well, it's out earlier. It's out a little before Star Wars. There's time. People are going to make all that money. People are going to hate watch Jumanji just to spite Star Wars. <laughs> You're probably going to do that. Yeah, I'm going to watch Star Wars, be mad, get out of the theater, buy a ticket to Jumanji and go watch it again. Yeah, that sounds like you. And and laugh hysterically. Laughing before <laughs> the jokes happen. <laughs> laughing before jokes. <laughs> like, this is a movie. They killed my childhood with Star Wars. I'm going to go watch a good action adventure film. Jumanji. Starring that Dwayne Johnson. You know, he used to be a wrestler. <laughs> Are you doing a Martin Scorsese every <laughs> enactment? This is Old Man Castle. But he's blossomed into a true movie star. <laughs> and that Jack Black. Mm-hmm. My son, that deadbeat likes his musics tenacious b <laughs> he said musics i don't understand it it's rock and roll it hurts my ears but you know what jack black is a comedian he's all right he reminds me a little bit of jack benny <laughs> <laughs> he was also a musician too oh you're good at this man <laughs> and that karen gillen what a dish <laughs> <laughs> Reminds no. me of my dear departed Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel. <laughs> she was a big lady. Made big casseroles too. But she birthed my only son, that deadbeat living in my basement, <laughs> watching the late programs when he should be out getting a decent job. <laughs> oh, uh, are there more stats? Uh-huh. Go for it. Status. So this movie is 67% fresh, according to critics. 67? Okay. Just 67. That's it. What was the first? The 2017 Jumanji was 76% fresh. Ooh, way, way more. But both have an audience score of 87%. And I really think yes. Jumanji movies should default to the audience score. Yeah. Who cares what critics think about this? About Jumanji. This thing is Stab made it. for a good time. Yeah, yeah, we're in a crazy state right now. Crazy times, bro. Like, this movie was just supposed to be made to have fun. People yes. are treating it like it's the Irishman. Like, let's relax. <laughs> <laughs> Which is made to be very serious. The cinematography was really off in that one. Like, just chill out. Just have fun, man. Relax. Yeah. Remember that part where the rock punches an ostrich? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. The villain was weak. Yeah, like video game villains. Mm -hmm. That's a good fix, though. So before we just start fixing, I'm going to go ahead and read a quick plot summary from our friends at the movie Pooper. Movie Pooper wiping away the excess. Somehow it's so much worse when you add that. And here comes the one-pinch summary. 
<laughs> the Jumanji gang, Spencer, Fridge, Martha, and Bethany, have gone to college since their last adventure, but Spencer has had a hard time adjusting without his friends. When they all go back to their hometown, Spencer puts Jumanji back together so he can relive his time as Dr. Smolder Bravestone. <laughs> the friends go to Spencer's house to find that he has gone back in the game, and it pulls Fridge and Martha inside. Back in Jumanji, Martha returns as Ruby Roundhouse, but Fridge is now Shelly Oberon, while Spencer's Grandpa Eddie has become Dr. Bravestone, and Eddie's estranged best friend Milo Walker has become Mouse Finbar. They learn from Nigel Billingsley that Jumanji is threatened by the warlord Jurgen the Brutal, who killed Bravestone's parents in the game, and has also stolen the Falcon Jewel, which has left Jumanji in a drought since its theft. The group finds Spencer as a new character, Ming Fleetfoot, after outrunning dangerous animals and murderous henchmen. The group starts to lose lives since Eddie and Milo keep putting everyone in trouble with their inability to adapt to their characters, as well as their constant feuding since Eddie stopped speaking to Milo after the latter sold their restaurant business. Milo has only since come back to talk to Eddie because he is sick and doesn't have much time left. They are found by Bethany, who got help from Alex Vreek, to return to Jumanji as a horse named Cyclone and as Seaplane McDonough. The group finds Spencer as a new character, Ming Fleetfoot, after outrunning dangerous animals and murderous henchmen. The group starts to lose lives since Eddie and Milo keep putting everyone in trouble with their inability to adapt to their characters, as well as their constant feuding since Eddie stopped speaking to Milo after the latter sold their restaurant business. Milo has only since come back to talk to Eddie because he's sick and doesn't have much time left. They are found by Bethany, who got help from Alex Vreek, to return to Jumanji as a horse named Cyclone and as Seaplane McDonough. Ow. The group then is what, at... Jonas is hot. You think so? Yes. How, how tall How tall is he, you think? Ooh, I, uh, I don't know. I think he's like 5'11". Uh-uh. Yeah. That's wishful thinking. No, nah, with that hair, I think he's 5'11". With that hair! The hair uh. counts! The group then finds a river to let them change back into their original characters' bodies. But Eddie and Milo, now as Ming and Cyclone, get taken by Jurgen's men. The friends get inside Jurgen's fortress to save Eddie and Milo and to get the jewel after defeating the mercenaries. Spencer fights Jurgen on his zeppelin, leading to Jurgen falling to his death. Spencer gets Eddie and Milo to fly up above the clouds to hold the jewel to the sun, winning the game. Everyone but Milo returns home since he knows he'll get to live longer in Jumanji and Eddie parts ways with his best friend. The friends return to the real world and go to the local restaurant Nora's, owned by Nora Shepard, from the original Jumanji. Eddie convinces her to let him be co-manager. Spencer also vows to stay more in touch with his friends. Later, a repairman hired by Spencer's mom activates Jumanji again, only this time some animals have come into the real world. The end. How tall is Nick Jonas? Oh, he's only 5'6". <laughs> But I still would. You could not. Like, I still would. How, how come it's obvious to me that he's really small and you're like 5'11"? I don't know, because he's so handsome. He's so handsome, it just adds inches? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I don't. I still would. Wouldn't stop me. I'm taller than him. It's you're fine. You're like 6'2". I'm 5'7". I'm girl tall, boy short. <laughs> Why do you come across as taller? Because I'm also very thin. Lady Juan McGangles. <laughs> All right, here we go. Even though we kind of gushed about it already. Um, <laughs> it's so fun. I know. It's so good. What do you say we fix Jumanji? What do you think? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Jumanji. Lady Juan. Uh-huh. Why don't you lay on us your first fix? Okay. My first fix has to do with the aforementioned and shockingly short, uh... Seaplane McDonough. Shockingly short. <laughs> Nick Jonas. Yeah. 
So his character in the first movie was really awesome because it was like a surprise that they were going to run into someone who had been in the game. Like it was an interesting character choice. It was an interesting avatar because they're looking for the seaplane and then that turns out to be a person. I don't know. I just thought it was a lot more creative in the first movie. And his whole bit in the first movie was that he was this like 90s metal kid who was stuck in this video game until these bratty ass 2017 children show up and have no idea what slang he's using (laughs) what music he listens to they just don't get it at all and that was like a fun little clash of generations and a fun characteristic for him to have because he's been stuck in there i think he says for like 25 years yeah he's there forever so he's in the 90s for we can assume 10 years plus an extra 25 in the game that's a long time to be in the 90s (laughs) yeah that's a long time so he should be this 90s kid still and then in the second movie i guess they decided his bit was that he's a dad now because he tells one, one dad, dad joke. joke just one yeah and he says like oh sorry couldn't help it if it's only one like that's a light day for the average dad like that that doesn't that's i don't not know a character no not at all he should still be this 90s kid i know plenty of people who were in the 90s for just the regular amount of time who strongly identify with being a 90s kid. I don't know who I could possibly be talking about. <laughs> oh, you're talking about me? What? I'm strongly a what? 90s kid? Yeah. Oh, oh, so strong. Yeah. Like, it's so there. strong. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. there. Yeah. So I hate that they abandoned that with his character this time around. I think he still should have been the 90s kid that we know and love. Like, there's no reason why they had to change that about his character. And the 90s kid part would have made him a lot funnier to bring that back because Nick Jonas's character is kind of wasted in this movie. He doesn't really do anything. He doesn't really have any good lines. So there's no reason why he couldn't have been like meeting up with the other avatars and he could pretend to be Bethany for a second before being like, psych, it's me. It's Alex. Like he can still be using his 90s terms when he's trying to rescue Cyclone the horse and he gets the poison dart in his neck. Why can't he be like, oh, my bad before he dies? Like, just throw some 90s slang at him. Like, let him be the same character because otherwise he's just Nick Jonas. You know what else? They don't lean into his, like, metal no, thing No, ever. at all. Imagine if when he gets to the castle, he's like, <laughs> metal. Everything is, like, <laughs> chains and dark and he's, like, loving yes. the, like heavy metal atmosphere of the castle that would be so perfect i love yeah. that i like that fix a lot there should have been a scene where he got to play some music and he's like just meddling for these, yeah. for well, these people they play the ruby roundhouse music when she does her like fight dancing imagine, so why can't he play the music imagine if somebody smashes the radio and they're like how are we gonna play baby i love your way and metal Jonas <laughs> grabs the guitar and he's like, Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, Death metal singing, Ooh baby, I love your way with some like medieval band. That would be. I would love that. That gives him a chance to sing too. Yes. Yeah. Be the musician that he is. Oh my. Oh, and it's Nick fucking Jones. Yes. Dude. They missed it. This is perfect. Fix this ma-grabbing movie. That's what we do here at Screen Fix. Shit, that was only the first one. Let's do more. Screen Fix is no joke. (laughs) Yeah, lady one, I'm a 90s kid. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Jumanji. James from Pop Cult Net, hottest show on the internet. 
What's your first fix? So I don't know about you guys, but for some reason, Milo's death bothered me so bad. Really? Not that it wasn't good, but it just didn't make any sense to me personally. So this guy is 70 something years old. Mm-hmm. He disappears in a video game. Does he not have kids wondering where the hell his, their dad went? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I know his wife's dead and everything, but I mean, you have family that's going to be like, did he just go missing or anything like that? So my fix for that, instead of having Milo ride off into the sunset, mm-hmm. is uh, I would have uh, set up a scenario where he has to save his best friend, Eddie, uh, his life. Uh, Milo would be currently be on his last life in the game, Aww. and it will raise the stakes. It will also implement lives in a game <laughs> mm-hmm. and it'll give us an emotional impact to the film but uh yeah i mean I, I just don't know why it bothered me so much it just doesn't make a sense for 70 year old not to have any kids and people not wondering where he's at so oh, yeah that right. also rekindled a flame between eddie and milo and eddie could get his job back at nora's and you know maybe change the name back to milo and eddie's to get some more business or back. just milo's oh yeah there we go so or sad. just milo's that's perfect yeah pour one out yeah but <laughs> for that old man he was like tell my kids or have my penis work again <laughs> you see the size of that thing a horse <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to jumanji JC, what's your first fix for Jumanji, the next level? Okay, my first fix for Jumanji uh, <laughs> has to do with the character of the guy with the mole. So it has to do with Spencer in the very beginning. So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Spencer is all depressed. Yes. Because he goes to a super expensive, exclusive New York City university. Mm-hmm. In New York City, one of the greatest cities in the world. Yep. Has a girlfriend who understands his insecurities mm-hmm. and survived a video game together. Yeah. He's got a very active group text super active group text with friends obviously contacting him a lot Uh and this guy is so depressed that he's gonna throw himself into a back into a video game that he almost died in Uh (laughs) well he got yelled at at work (laughs) you know how that is yeah well get off your phone yeah well he should have fucking gotten off his phone oh shit (laughs) welcome to the real world spencer put your phone away yeah restock the toothpaste kid put your phone away yeah so he's being a bad employee Mm -hmm. (laughs) so all these things like none of those things are a reason for him to jump back in that game this dude has a great life that was the life i wanted so bad when i was that age all i wanted was to go to nyu and then i found out how much tuition costs and i was like no i don't think I want to graduate with a journalism degree and a quarter million dollars in debt. That sounds like a bad move. If anything, he should be depressed after he gets out of college. Yeah, he doesn't even know yet. <laughs> and is in crippling debt. <laughs> Those bills come due. Stock the toothpaste, kid. <laughs> Maybe he realized it and that's what started the depression. <laughs> but anyway, he seemingly doesn't have a really good reason no. to be depressed. So let's give him some more reasons to actually return to the insecure person that he was. So perhaps, you know, he gets out of the game. He's feeling great. Mm -hmm. He's got a great girl. His last year of high school is fantastic. But he goes off to college and college is at this New York City University is much harder than he thought. 
and he is failing. And what's <gasps> worse than that oh, no. is his mother has been working so hard Aww. to send him to that school and to help him through. And she has no heat. I know she's got no heat in her house. And her dad's living with her. Yeah, because she's paying for that deadbeat kid. He's that not doesn't brat. appreciate anything. Stupid brat head. Ugh, spoiled. Yeah, spoiled. Entitled. Terrible. <sighs> Kids these days. Stock the toothpaste, man. Jesus Christ, just stop. The t- it's not a hard job. <laughs> Put the whitening ones over here. Mm-hmm. Put the bubblegum flavor. Do they still do bubblegum flavor? I don't know. Remember that? Remember bubblegum toothpaste, James? Yeah, that was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> brought back some trying to blow a bubble. You got me with that one, bro. You got me with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look for that. So bro. let's give him some real reasons. So his mother is supporting his college and he's failing out. He doesn't feel good. He feels self-conscious because he was on top. He feels embarrassed because Martha is... Is doing amazing. Martha mm-hmm. is getting fellowships. She's getting accolades. Likes. She's killing she it. She is getting likes. She's absolutely killing it, <laughs> and he's not. This makes him uber depressed and gives him a little bit more reason to actually jump into the game because he thinks everyone might be better off without him. Ooh, that's dark. Yeah. Like the 1995 Jumanji. Yeah. Let's make it a little dark. I love that. Love why? Because I was so mad at him. Makes sense. It's like, why are you upset? Because like you tried to go the wrong way out of the door from class and everyone bumped into you get over it kid like those were the examples of how hard his life is is his the handle on his suitcase broke i'm sorry that was a nice suitcase <laughs> good for you yeah yeah but, i did not feel sorry for this guy once during no. that whole montage i was like no okay that's life bro sorry we've all had that day and we didn't try to commit suicide by video game <laughs> because <of it. laughs> yeah, you just go on gta and fuck shit up <laughs> <laughs> like a normal fucking millennial. Welcome to Jumanji. Lady One, what's your next fix? Okay, so my second fix has to do with how they swapped avatars during the movie. So when they first teased the character swap in the first act with Fridge and Martha, I was excited. It was fun to see our avatars act and speak differently. It was like a fun little bit. And it ended really quickly. To the point where I was kind of disappointed that that scene was over so fast. So I was so relieved when they brought it back towards the the start of the third act to kind of really get back into that. But then they all just jump in the water and then they hop out and they're the characters that work perfectly for the final mission. They're all back in the bodies of who they want to be in. Our two new players are in the two new avatars and it all works out great. And I was like, oh, well, that was that was a little too quick for me. Like there was more time to live in that moment of swapping characters and play up the comedy a little bit more. So I really think it would have been better if they had to go in and out of the water a couple of times to get this combination right. Like, why couldn't we have had Aquafina be fridge for a minute? Oh, uh, yeah, I've been pretty like, <laughs> like, where yeah. is that? Like, why can't The Rock be Bethany? Uh, yeah, they have like a missed opportunity there. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And Kevin Hart can just be Martha, who is just like so annoyed with how this is working out for her because she's like quietly kind of super psyched that she's in the best character. <laughs> like that yeah. part where she swaps with Fridge, where she's just like, be careful with that. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. And he grabbed the boobs. Yeah. It's like immediately. First so, thing you do. Hey, you're on fire tonight. I just feel like it was a missed opportunity. It could have been so funny to see. All of those avatars play out different characters. It was right there. It would have just taken a little bit of extra time and it would have been hilarious. 
Yeah, I would have loved seeing that. But I talked to you guys earlier before the pod about why I think they did it. Because they don't want Aquafina and Karen Gillen to be kissing on set. <laughs> but they miss an opportunity there, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji, the next XXX level. Ew. But also, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jumanji. Okay. James from PopCultNet, your source for pop culture. Mm-hmm. What is your next fix? So another thing about this movie is that the, one of the biggest premise about this movie is that the game is broken. But the only way that they show it's broken is that the character selection is not working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you log in, you end up in a random avatar and then there's this random river <laughs> that you jump in to <laughs> swap bodies. That's the yep. only thing that's wrong with this game. Yeah. So with Spencer, when he jumped into this game, it ended up in... Aquafina's body, uh, I think her name was Ming. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would have had him end up in Jurgen the Brute's body. Oh, confused as hell. Like, what is going on? I wanted to be Doctor Bravestone, and at this time, you know, he's depressed, he's insecure, he's afraid of the world. But everybody's afraid of him. All of a sudden, he's striking fear in everywhere he goes. He's getting respect, Ooh. and he's starting oh, to like this feeling going before to his head. Yeah, he's starting to get an ego trip. He's never experienced yeah. being the one everybody's intimidated of or wants to be. So he kind of gets caught up in being a villain. So I would have Spencer be the villain of the most part of this film. Yeah. And I think that would have been a really, really interesting, good uh, take. And uh, by doing this, he lets out his frustrations on the world and with Martha not really giving him the attention that he thinks he deserves. So I think that he should have been the villain. That would be awesome. Yeah. And he shoots deadly fire from his mole. <laughs> and and Martha is the only one that knows his deep down and insecurity to defeat that's him. That's true. No, I love that fix because that's not only better for Spencer to give him like an arc where they have to convince him to stop being evil and they can bring him back and show him what the friendship means to him. But mm-hmm. that also would make the villain a whole lot more interesting. That's like a double fix. That's great. Yeah, that was... A- that was such a waste for That's a uh, bonus fix. Mm-hmm. The Hound from Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was a waste. He could have did so much more. He could have had more lines, been on screen more, and yeah, I feel like they wasted the Hound. And how did he not once talk about eating chickens? You don't seem to understand the situation. I understand that if any more words come pouring out your cunt mouth, I'm gonna have to eat every fucking chicken in this room. You're gonna die for some chickens. Someone is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jumanji. What's your fix, man? Thank you, James. <laughs> From PopCultNet. Should I have said, JC, what's your fix? Or should I say, what's your fix, man? No, I like it. I can redo it. it. I like it. No, okay. I don't say my name. They know. The fans know. <laughs> Dusty knows. What's Dusty up, Dusty? <laughs> what's up, Dusty? We know you're listening. <laughs> All right, my final fix. It's very similar to one of your fixes in that there were not enough stakes to this world. In the first one, when they got down to one more life, I was like, oh, man. I know. Somebody might die in here. There was tension. Yeah, because I didn't know what was going to happen in this this movie. Mm -hmm. And then you come back in the second movie with even more characters. One of them's got to die, right? Like there's think. even more Two of characters. them are old men. Two of them are old men. <laughs> uh, and they, they seem to get down to one life really quickly yeah. in this one. They're mm-hmm. suddenly down to one life, and it's like, whoa, what's going to happen here? But nothing happens at all. They don't really mm-hmm. uh, get, they don't really come that close to being killed. And uh, so this is what I want. 
So Spencer goes back in the game, and I want someone to die, and I want it to be Martha, his girlfriend. <gasps> no. Yep. Car- Karen Gillan. Yeah. So. Oh. no. He's like, I can't believe I came back here. They followed me back here, and now my girlfriend, who I was avoiding, but I love so much, and I was being an idiot, is now dead. He's crushed. He's super crushed, and you're crushed as an audience too. Yeah, yeah we, I wouldn't we, have saw that coming at all. We love Karen Gillan, and it would have been sad and terrible, and we're like, wow, that's really dark right here. Mm-hmm. But then they find out about the mythical extra life. OMG. And just like in normal uh, video games, when you'd have to like veer off the beaten path, remember in Super Mario Brothers, to get to the warp zones, you'd sometimes have to jump up on top of things on the tops of levels where you're like, why am I even able to get up there? And you just keep mm-hmm. going on the screen and you're mm-hmm. like, there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I even able to walk here? And you'd eventually fall into a little room and you're like, whoa, you know, secret rooms and stuff on the fringes of the game. Yep. So they go off on a quest to find this extra life. And Riz Darby, is that his name? Reese Darby keeps showing up. Hey there, adventurers. Why don't you get on track and find that thing? And they're like, no. We're on a quest to find this one-up. And it also makes them head to the fringes of, of the game. Might make them go to some weird places. Ooh. Like like make it a little more surreal. like it, Off the grid. Off the grid in really mm. weird places that aren't just forest, snow, desert. You could do some more interesting things with it. You know, they go to this surreal place to find this one-up. Then they go back to the regular game once they restore Ruby Roundhouse to the game and they bring her back. You know, then they go about the, the regular stuff. But I wanted to finally see someone in this game after two movies die. Yes. That would also made this movie feel more like a video game yes. instead of just a, a funny, entertaining movie. Yeah. And also, that could have also been like a chance for Nick Jonas' character to be like, I remember the secret extra yes, life. Yes, because he's right. been in the he game like for the ex- so long. Yeah. Ugh. He should know that. Yes. And wow. then when he sees the craziest surreal area, he's like, this is so metal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jumanji. All right, so without further ado, I think we should consider this movie Screen, Screen Fit. That's video game characters jumping. I thought it sounded like a robot. It. I thought it was a pirate driver. <laughs> Special guest James from Pop Cult Net. Thank you. Do you have a final thought? I would say that I hope that other directors are. I wouldn't say this was a ballsy movie, but don't be afraid to just make a fun, stupid movie. Just for people to go to and have fun. Like it's okay to make films like that. Fuck the criticism. Don't care what anybody says. And just you know, if you're gonna make money off of it, because this is what we want. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a fun PG-13 adventure movie. Nothing wrong at all, man. We need more of these. Do you have a final thought, Lady One? I do. So I actually, despite the fact that I watched the 1995 Jumanji about a billion times, totally did not occur to me that B.B. Newworth's character as Nora, who runs the cafe, was in the original. Like, I knew that was B.B. Newworth in both movies, but I didn't. I didn't put together that that's the same character, that that's Nora, whose house that got ruined by when they played the game back in 1995, (laughs) who opened her bedroom door and found a lion. Like, (laughs) I didn't remember that at all. Like, I didn't even notice it was the same universe. Yeah. (laughs) 
That was that's pretty cool. I mean, that was a that was a good move by the by the filmmakers. Good to bring her back. So now we just need David Allen Greer in the next one, right? Oh, I would love it as a cop. He's yeah. got to be like head of Wait. police now. He has moved oh, up yes. the ranks. Yes, he's now the chief of police. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, if David Allen Greer is not the chief of police, not gonna see. We're rioting. We're rioting, not bro. Let's start it. a petition now. <laughs> David Allen Bring Greer. Bring David Allen Greer back. Mm-hmm. next Jumanji movie. Mm-hmm. JC, do you have a final uh-huh. thought? Yeah, so the end stinger when mm-hmm. the mother who plays the mother in Marvelous Miss Maisel mm-hmm. and some uh, a repair guy. Winston from New Girl. Winston from New Girl. Love him. Uh, they mess with the game and suddenly we see ostriches running through the town. Yes. So Jumanji, that's that that was some of the premise of Jumanji one. Like yes. the, like everything came out into the real world. Mm-hmm. And of course this one, both these movies have been people going in yep. and inhabiting uh avatars. That first one was so strong on the back of Robin Williams. Yeah. He was a character in the real world. Our real world characters in this series <laughs> are not as good as the Avatar characters. Like as much as you know, mole guy and Spencer, Spencer, and the rest of the crew—they're <laughs> fine, but they're not Jack Black, The Rock, Mm-mm. Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan. No. So I just—they can't make this one without having the avatars come out, right? No, there's no way. There is not a Jumanji movie without The Rock. How do the avatars exist without the characters inside of them? My question is, how? Like, what are the avatars going to impersonate? Like, yeah, exactly. Well, because that's the key to this movie. These movies are impersonations, like yes. being funny. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do because in the 1995 one, the villain comes out of the game. Yeah. The dad. He yeah. was like walking around Van Pelt, walking around the world, shooting things up. But he has no. He's not like an avatar. No, he's yeah. just the villain yeah. from the game. I don't know what they're gonna do. I got yeah. very excited when that stinger scene happened because I was like, "Yes, like all the animals are coming out. We're gonna go back to the '95 one." And then, yeah, like we talked about that afterwards, and you're like, "I don't know though. Those high school kids suck." Cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. "Oh, yeah. they do." The high school kids <laughs> and Colin Hanks. Oh God, Colin Hanks. He's no Nick Jonas. He's no Tom Hanks. <laughs> 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 All right, so before we move on real quick, we had a couple fixes, and we'll read two of the ones we like the most here. First one, why don't you go ahead, Lady One? All right, so we have a listener fix from Siobhan, who said, I saw Jumanji last night, and although it wasn't as funny as the first, I did enjoy it. The only thing I wish they would have fixed would be to remind the audience of Colin Hanks's character, because when I first saw him, it took me a minute to remember who he was, because Colin Hanks is that forgettable in these movies. <laughs> like... So I totally agree, Siobhan. He's yeah, he's so boring. His most defining characteristic is that he has like a really close relationship with a seventeen year old girl. Like I don't I don't know that that's a good idea. It's a little awkward. That's true. And your fix uh, address some of that. Yes. Yeah. Keep him that cool nineties kid. All right. Uh, and we had one from David Rosen. David Rosen of piecing it together a podcast. The David Rosen. The David Rosen. Mm-hmm. He famous. He is famous. He's beautiful. He's got lovely locks of hair. (laughs) And I think all three of us have guessed it on his show. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So he says, maybe try to lean into the video game thing more Mm -hmm. and go weirder, crazier with the level design. Sand dudes and a jungle and the snow are in every regular action movie. 
could not agree more. My fix talked talked about that a little bit, but yep. yeah, the next level didn't have to be the jungle again. You gotta have an underground level. Yeah, that's a video game staple. Yeah. So thank you, David Rosen. All right, Lady Wan, why don't you send us home? You can reach us here at the show by sending an email to ScreenFixPod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ScreenFixPod, and you can always find us on Facebook. Just search for ScreenFixPodcast. And you can listen to the show on Spotify, Google Play, Libsyn, Stitcher, and of course, Apple Podcasts. And we would absolutely love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. We also have a Patreon account where you can donate to the show. Be part of the show. Keep us going. Keep us flowing. Keep us glowing. Keep us... One more. One more. Hoen? No. Hoen? Whoa. Pound house. Help us to stop Hoen. Support us instead. Uh, And let's not forget, give yourself some love. Pop cold Nat James, tell us again. Where everybody can find you. Once again, guys, thanks for inviting me onto the pod. It's always so much always. fun fixing films with you guys and uh, drinking movie juice. Yeah. Yes. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at PopcornNet. Same thing as Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube. But uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. You're so welcome. All right. Let's leave everybody with your best lines from Jumanji, The Next Level. James, why don't you go first? What do you got for us? All right, this is one of Kevin Hart's lines when he's impersonating Danny Glover. Did I die or did I just turn into a small, muscular boy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for us, Lady oh, One? Man. <laughs> okay, I have Professor Shelley Oberon when he finally gets to be Bethany again. Yes, I'm back. I miss you so much. Oh my God, you guys. You guys were back in Jumanji. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I want to redo mine now. No, yours was so good. I'm going to do horse as Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that'll do it for this episode of Screen Fix Jumanji, the next level. Stay tuned. Next week, we will be fixing, oh my goodness, Star Wars Rise Uh-oh. or Fall. You're going to hate it. I'm probably going to like it. It's going to be a conflicted episode. <laughs> We're going to go at it. All right. Anyways, hope everybody enjoyed. Thank you, James, again. Thank you. Yeah, and we've already established mad likes on she Instagram. She had everything. She yeah. had everything. Mad likes. Yeah. Followers. She was living the dream. Friends. Yes. Crush Spencer. It would have crushed us as well if she died. I know. Jesus. Oh, God, that would have been so good. Man, she's probably good at everything. Ruby Poundhouse. <laughs> I don't think I like that.